0: This show was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. Bad English! With
1: your host, Ivan Aristegueta.
0: Hola, my name is Ivan Aristegueta. I am from Venezuela, I live in Australia, and when I'm not making podcasts, I'm a stand-up comedian. Welcome to Bad English. The show that recognises that the English language is a necessary evil in today's modern world. And then proceeds to get out the crucifix and rosary beads to exercise it with a stake to the heart. Ha! I bet you didn't think I get so scary and violent so early in the episode. (laughs) A little later, we'll be calling on our in-house English expert, Eileen Bogun, and challenge her to help us make English make sense. And we'll meet a guy who's a real-life English outlaw. A very cool and talented artist who really doesn't give a flying fig that he no speak no English properly.
2: I don't speak good English, but people told me I have a confidence to speak just to speak. So I think it just, when I arrived here, I just, it wasn't good, but I just speak because I don't see language as a level of intelligence, you know? Yeah. So But I don't value it that way. That's why all my art, work, all that stuff, I use English language in a different way because it's not uh, the level of intelligence.
0: We'll meet this outlaw artist in a few minutes. But first, I want to talk to you about dialects. By definition, a dialect is a particular form of a language which is peculiar to a specific region or social group. None of us speak the true form of a language. We all speak a dialect, a variation of a language, the local recipe of that language. I like to explain things in food terms. The language is the raw ingredient. The dialect is how we cook it in our country or in our city, even our suburb, street, or even your family. Think of a very universal dish like bolognese sauce. We know it's an Italian dish, and from its name, we know is from the region of Bologna. But I can assure you that not even in Bologna, every single family prepares the exact same recipe of bolognese sauce. Each nonna makes their own version, and that's the recipe that speaks the language of her family. See what I did there? I'm so smart. Speaks the language. What I did, I used food references to explain language, and then I used a linguistic reference to explain food. In other words, I chewed the concept, swallowed it, and regurgitated it back to you. I've been very meta in this episode. Boo! Okay, not all of you liked it, but that's never stopped me before. Let's continue. English, for example... It's like bolognese sauce. There are so many recipes or dialects, that's what we've been talking about, of the English language around the world. Some people make bolognese sauce with pork and beef, others just beef, some add wine, some add carrots. In Australia, people add Vegemite to the bolognese sauce. And that's exactly how the Australian dialect of the English language sounds like. Australian English sounds like Vegemite sounds salty, funky, overpowering and definitely a byproduct of beer. Lots of beer. My first impressions of the Aussie dialect were shocking. I thought I understood English, but when I landed here, I couldn't understand a single word. I was like, is this English at all? Why are you making this language more difficult? I knew that pronunciation and spelling in English had some disagreements, but in Aussie English, pronunciation and spelling are divorced with a restraining order from both sides. In Australia, pronunciation and spelling haven't talked to each other since, I don't know, the first fleet. For example, the suffix er, E-R, sounds like a h. Shocker becomes shocker. Weather is weather. Mother is mother. And so on. Well, at least the first syllable in these words have a congruent sound, but there are other words that Aussies completely dislocate the spelling from its pronunciation. I was traveling recently, and I went to the Northern Territory, and there's a town called Woke Up. How do you think it's spelled Woke Up? Let me tell you. Woke Up is spelled W A U C H O. P E Wow Chope Wow Chope in Australia sounds like woke up. Another one. This is my favorite one. The word mayor M-A-Y-O-R in Australia is pronounced me. Do you feel my pain? M-A-Y-O-R Meh? May? Why meh? Where's the A and the Y and the O and the R? It just sounds like M E E H. Aussies are so prolific in the art of word smithing. They certainly have words and expressions that you've never heard before. Danny, hooning, bloody ripper, chakasiki. She'll be right. Who the hell is she? Thank you. It always feels so much better when I get this stuff off my chest. So, let's get on with the show. Today's special guest is Olana Janfa. He's an ethiopian norwegian street artist, a soccer coach, skateboarder, a local style icon, and, well, we're going to call it like it is. He's an English language outlaw. Olana, welcome to the show. Welcome to Bad English. How are you today? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've read a little bit about your story and you have an incredible story. Um, you are Ethiopian, Norwegian, and you live in Australia now. Yeah. So please tell us how this whole massive international journey has happened. Where did you start? I started in
2: Norway, but I grew up, I born born and raised in Ethiopia. And I moved to Norway when I was a teenager because, you know, it's a survival thing. You know, everyone moves from one place to another place. So. Yep. I moved from Ethiopia with my younger brother to Norway. And uh, I was living in Norway for quite a long time and uh, I lost count. Like (laughs) it's a bit long time. So, yeah. And I moved to Australia. I didn't come first time when I came to Australia. I came for holiday. Yep. For holiday. I came here for two weeks' holiday. And I like it. The weather, the, the main thing I like was the weather. And I was like, oh, this is good. A lot, a lot warmer. A lot warmer. Norway is very, very cold, Norway. Yeah. And after that, I just go back to Norway and I come out working as a backpacker, yeah. working on a visa and I end up staying here. I met my partner and I have a baby now here oh, in Australia. Nice. Yeah.
0: So how long have you been living in Australia for?
2: Now it's six or seven years. Yeah. And how? I, I moved here to 2015.
0: 2015. Yeah. You're a street artist, a soccer coach, skateboarder. Yeah. Um, Style icon, and I can tell nice. you, 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 I love the the way you express I yourself.
2: Best. I do my best. Yeah. The best, the, <laughs> the best, the
0: way, yeah, you express yourself uh, with clothes in a in a very cool way. And uh, yeah, I'm jealous because I don't. I'm very boring. The way I, I'm a comedian it's just t-shirts and <laughs> and jeans. That's all I wear. No. <laughs> style icon. St- st- of
2: st- style is natural, you
0: know. So yeah. and and yeah, because I've I've got here that your graphic art and your art in general has it's, it, you have things like in. Vogue magazine, uh, you're a teacher, tell us about your artistic world and where are your projects, what do you do, when did it all start, it? did it start it in Norway, did it start it in Ethiopia, here?
2: Everything started here.
0: Everything started Everything here. Everything
2: started here uh, maybe four years ago in okay. 2019 and now I'm, I'm having an exhibition as the moment at the Immigration Museum and I'd love to teach Kids, especially kids who have the same background as me, because yep. uh, as a child or as a kid, the place I come from or the place I grew up and no one would show me, like, oh, Lana, look, you could be an artist or you could be a photographer or you could do street art. I think the way I grew up and the way some of most of my friends who grew up in Europe, we've been told you need to be a lawyer, you need to be a doctor or yeah. otherwise... Your life, you know, you're not going to have a good life. So I want to give, that's what I love to kid kids. Like there's also other stuff you can look for. What's your passion? If you like to paint, you can do it, you know.
0: So let's get to the main subject, languages. How yeah. many languages do you speak?
2: I speak five. I think two of them are flound. And I speak Amharic, Norwegian. I speak uh, Swedish and Danish is very similar to the Norwegian language, yep. and I spent some time living in in Stockholm. And I speak English.
0: When you arrived to Norway, did you speak any Norwegian? Did you just learn it. Every- no, I learned when I arrived there. Yeah.
2: So when we get there, they take us to the school, and because um, we were young, so it was it was easy. So we went to school and. Uh, we start from A, B, C, D and start to go to primary school and high school. We do that stuff.
0: I am very ignorant in, in Amharic. Is it a different written language, different alphabet? Or? Yeah,
2: it's very different. It's an Ethiopian language and it's like it's only spoken in Ethiopia.
0: And what is like the main struggle when you cross over from Amharic to Norwegian? What are the biggest differences in the languages that you can... A struggle.
2: I think it is a big difference. I think English and Norwegian and Amharic—they're all different. I just <laughs> speak, and uh, for people who think you speak bad English or good English, but I, it's different. But I don't pay attention, or I don't think of those what's the difference uh, between there's a difference, but I don't really pay attention to those things. I just speak.
0: One of your artworks—you have a self-portrait that says. I'm no speak, with double E, English.
2: Yeah, I'm no speak English. I like not proper English. I like English when it's relaxed, you know, when it's not correct. When it's correct, uh, it's boring. I'm not interested, you know, like I get, like when it's not correct. Man, this is cool, you know, I like it. That's why I'm using all my artwork because it's not clean and it's not straight. And uh, it just... Just makes you tired, you know. It's like to talk a proper English, you have to think, and yeah, all that stuff. So, I like I'm not speak English. It's better saying it how you say it properly. I
0: don't. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm not speaking English. It's like I'm not. <laughs> I I remember yeah. a goddess of salsa yeah. singing. Her name was Celia Cruz. She was from Cuba. Mm. And um, she a very famous phrase, she said, well, every time she went, she, she lived in America, but she never spoke English, yeah. always Spanish. And they said, Celia, can you, do you speak English? And she said, my English is not very good looking. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice, It's you know? good. It's better than, yeah, yeah I it so makes you smile as well. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like not a, very good looking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it shows you the personality of the other person as well, you
0: know. You came to Australia and you learn English here or you already spoke uh, English in, in Norway?
2: English is like in Europe. Lots of music you listen in English. Mm-hmm. Like English is there, or you, you listen it, it's not not practiced. But yep. we listen it in music, we listen it in sport, we listen it, all those things. So when I came to Australia, it's not like oh I have to go to school. It's just I think uh, I don't speak good English, but people told me I have a confidence to speak, just to speak. Yep. So I think it just when I arrived here, I just. It wasn't good, but I just speak because I don't see language as a level of intelligence, you know? Yeah. So, but I don't value it that way. That's why all my art, where I work on, all that stuff, I use English language in a different way because it's not uh, the level of intelligence.
0: Well, you're saying something super important for all the listeners here like to learn a language you don't have to be afraid and the confidence is the most important thing and the way you see language I'm learning a lot from you because my job is I am a public speaker I'm a stand-up comedian yeah. and I worry so much that people will never understand what I was saying so I have to get the joke but what you say is so true like you have to not take it too seriously and enjoy yes. just the communication yeah. and some people I, may not understand you. Yeah. <laughs> that <goes> on. Yeah, <laughs> And then that, wasn't, that wasn't meant to happen. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't understand me. You I'll never
2: s- get a good job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what, a, what about the love life? What about, so your your partner is from Australia? Yes. Does your partner speak different languages?
2: No, she just speaks English. It's not about uh, language. It's like about feeling and energy. I think uh, I think with my partner, it's more about the energy and feelings. That's a... Connection, you know, like uh, people feel you uh, when you love them or when you miss something. It's it's more about feeling and uh, connecting with my partner. It's not like we don't speak. We speak. I speak a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's more like we connect in a different
0: level. So you mentioned that you 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 have a baby. Yeah. What what language do you speak to your baby?
2: Uh, I'm trying. I, I, th- I found it really hard to teach my daughter my own language uh, with my daughter like I will try to speak to her in Amharic and then when I'm talking to my partner it's English and when she's going to daycare they're talking here in English yeah. and it's like I feel sometimes I lose my confidence I feel like she's not understanding me so I just use my broken English just but but how you try but it's not it's not an easy thing I think uh, people told me Olana oh, don't give up You
0: know. so Olana what inspired you to start art what made you pick up a brush
2: mm. oh I, I didn't look for it it just comes to me you know like it's not like I want to be an artist when I grow up or I want to do it. just I just did it because it was fun what inspired me is like um, I think one time here in Australia with my partner. We went for holiday to Queensland and I saw a piece of art with this guy and I, I really love his art. And it's not like, um, it's very simple. And I really and I was like, this is cool. I like it. I, I never, before that, I never been into art or I, I didn't know, I never been in a gallery or I don't know anyone who's an artist. I don't have any friend who do those kind of thing. And I was like, Wow, that's cool. And my partner, she was surprised. Wow, are you into art? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, I'm not. But I just like this one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into And same night, I think it was accidentally, or I don't know, maybe we sat on the same, we have a dinner that would help. My partner, she's a journalist and a writer. So yep. that was the reason I got a chance to meet him and I sit down with him. And, and the people told me, oh, Lana, this is a guy who did the painting, the one the painting you like. This is a guy. I was like, wow, that's cool. And I'm, I spoke to the guy, man. I like your stuff. It's really cool. And we just start talking about soccer because it's French. The only thing I know is soccer. So I grew up in Europe. The only thing I know is soccer. I started talking and I really like your stuff too. And I'm from Ethiopia. You know, we I like the Ethiopia. I started to show him that we got in Ethiopia, we got really old Ethiopian art. Like growing up also, that was only... We didn't call it art. I start to call it art now because I thought the angels draws, I think, because it's in, in the church. That's the thing in my head. And it's like, I start to show him like, this stuff is cool. That's the only thing I know. Can you do that for me? So I can't take home with me. Yep. So I feel like I'm in Ethiopia or my me of home. It's like, oh no, I'll think about it. And my partner was like, why you don't eat do yourself? I was like, no, I don't know how to do it. No, it just do it I don't know how to do it and and I just I came back from that holiday and I just started to draw I bought a paper and a pencil and I start to draw and and I started to send it to my brothers and friends they'll be like wow Olana that's so cool he's so talented I was like yeah really yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> I really believed I really when someone told me that I, at that moment I was I really, I really took it. I really, I thought I was, I was like doing special stuff. And just start from there. I started to do that stuff. People start to come over for dinner and stuff. I would really like it. Oh, really? Oh, have it. I start to do more. I fill up all the wall in the house, the kitchen, everywhere. And people would come to visit me. And they say they like it. They want to buy it. And it just, that's, that's my career start off wow from friends and yeah people i know they start to like it and they start to show their friend and
0: yeah so this is amazing because i um, i have a lot of anxiety and i want to speak like perfect english and i like i don't take the chance of doing many things in life because of i'm afraid i'm not going to be doing them perfectly and you are just Right here in front of me, teaching me an amazing lesson that if you care about perfection, you won't do what you're going to do. So I see that from the way you approach your art and your language. You don't care about the perfection, you just express it.
2: Yeah, I think sometimes when you go to a new country, a new place, you want to sound the same and you want to talk the same. And uh, uh, I found that one that just not cool you know like uh, just be yourself you know you don't, need to start, you don't need to talk like white people you know talk like hey puppy you know <laughs> all that stuff it's, it's yeah. cool that's you you know like i'll speak like an african you know because that's where i come from from jamaica you speak like jamaican that's where you come from you know and like if i was growing up you know probably would be different i would speak like hey how you going you know i'll be yeah. like that australian i think also it's a survival thing you
0: know So, this is bad English. This is all about the English language and the struggles. And we have our good friend of our show, Eileen Bagan. Hi. I, our English expert, Eileen. This is Olana Janfa.
1: Hi, uh, how's it going? Good,
2: thank you, And nice to
0: meet uh, you. uh Olana has a very, very particular approach to mm-hmm. learning languages. Mm-hmm. It's just about giving it a hot go. Australian. That sounds good? <laughs> and don't worry about speaking perfect English Just be yourself Be confident Express who you are using I think that. that's
1: a great way to approach learning a language mm. Just go for it, really Because mm. at the end of the day English is not a perfect language anyway And, you know, every time we have a rule We break the rule So there's no rules <laughs> <laughs> And we, we, we actually change our own language so much Because it's influenced by so many cultures and so many yeah. different, you know, aspects and
0: Even technology. and yeah, technology. technology
1: influenced by kids, influenced by, so every generation changes the language. So why can't, you know, we all change the language. So you might change the language, you might introduce a word that becomes popular and you've changed the language. I mean, an example would be, so I guess when you're learning English, a very important Category of words to learn would be verbs Mm. because verbs are in every sentence. So a sentence would always have a subject and a verb, and verbs are basically doing words, action words. So you've got action words like paint. So you might say Olana paints portraits. So you need to know the word paint. So you need some verbs. You've also got verbs that are states of being. So Olana is an artist and is, is a verb. So you need verbs to make sentences, to communicate. But the hard part about verbs, I guess, could be the tenses. And I think that makes it hard for a lot of language learners. Yeah. But there are three main tenses. So present, past and future. And the ones that are really hard actually past tense, because In general, when you make a verb into a past tense verb that tells you you're talking about something in the past, you add an ed. Yeah. So, paint becomes painted. So, that's easy. Play becomes played. That's easy. However.
0: (laughs) However, the irregular (laughs) verbs. Yes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many irregular verbs. (laughs) And that's when English became... Just a interpretive language, (laughs) an interpretive language. It's just a past tense of it. Could be anything. Like I like that. There's like to put P U T is put put put. Yes. And cut 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 cut. cut, cut. But then it's not cut it. I like to say cut it. (laughs) Cut it it. You could make that trendy maybe. Yeah, cut it. (laughs) (laughs) The English language is imperfect. Yeah. One thing that I like about the English language on verbs is that like, you can turn any word into a verb. Like for yeah. example, you can say rollerblading, <laughs> <laughs> and that came from the brand. Just from the brand, yeah. The rollerblade, or you can google And the
1: most uh, common one now is Google.
0: You can say so. Googling. That's the brand, yeah.
1: and now you Google words. Yeah. But an easy way with a verb is if you think of an action. Action. That's generally a verb. Yeah. Actually, not that you need to know the word verb if you are just. You know, yeah. Yeah. you will naturally use it. It sounds like you pick things up really naturally. So yeah, naturally. That's how people learn language. They just pick it up naturally. Yeah. That's how we, you know we as kids learn English. So mm. I guess Australian kids, American kids, you learn it because it's all around you. Yeah. And so if a child has a parent who speaks one language and another parent who speaks another language, they'll just naturally learn both.
0: Your family, Eileen, they speak Cantonese? Cantonese. And they didn't teach you? They, no. They gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they
1: didn't speak to me in Cantonese. I just heard it around me.
2: Yeah.
1: The thing about, I think, when you learn organically like that, when you're hearing it, you might not learn the words, but you're learning the sounds yeah. that are coming out of that yeah. language. And that's how you develop your brain into understanding that language, yeah. just the sounds. Because yeah. are there a lot of sounds that are very different in,
2: in English?
1: In English and American?
0: yeah, a lot yeah. Of Language sounds. Different. I've got a friend. Yeah. Uh, his name is Tilahun. Yeah. So that that's a oh, it's a T. sound. It's a yeah. yeah. Can you
2: do that? Where does that
1: come from? Here.
2: For example, if I would go with English, you got in English A B C D, just one sound, right? Yeah. In Amharic, with one letter, we have seven sounds. For example, with B, uh, B, bu be bo. With C, we got sasu csa si, sa se sa, so. Yeah. With uh, D, dedu dida do, de, 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 do. With uh, P, purple papa pepe po.
1: Wow. Um, what it reminds me of a little bit is Japanese. Yeah. So they go, So they kind of do yeah. the five vowel yeah. sounds, but mm. with all the yeah. consonants. Yeah. Mm. So is it strange yeah. to not use those sounds when you speak English? It's
2: like, uh, English must sound so boring. No, no it's, when I speak English, I don't sound Norwegian. I don't sound Ethiopian. I, sound, I don't know what I sound.
0: Unique. saw so different. <laughs> <laughs> Citizen of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to say a few naughty things in Norwegian. That's all I know. I know how to say, <laughs> smells like poo. <laughs> 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 that's handy, isn't it? <laughs> Who farted? It wasn't me. It was him in Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. The Luktor dritte, face, the back the vahan. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. So, Eileen, there's play. Mm -hmm. What other verbs is do, can, make? I don't know. There's so many. Because I'm confused. There's like, there's a a tennis match, but it's also a football game.
1: Yeah. Well, those are the nouns that go with sport. But like, when you talk about the verbs, so, you know, play. And Olana, you mentioned go and do. Yeah. And so, there are basic rules that go with sports verbs. So, when you use play... You use play with sports that have balls. Oh, really? Yeah, generally. And you use go with sports that end with I-N-G. So let's start with play. So you play soccer, you play hockey, you play golf, Yeah. you play badminton. I mean, I know it's not a ball, but you know, you're hitting something. Yeah. Whereas you go cycling, you go fishing. You go surfing. You what go about darts? Skateboarding. Yeah, darts is an exception.
0: <laughs> well, you, you play
1: darts? Yeah, you play darts. Yeah, it's, it's not a ball, but you know.
0: Yeah, well, you depending, depending what are you aiming yeah. <laughs> for.
1: <laughs> and the last one is do all other sport with no ball and no ING. You use do, and especially like contact sport like karate, judo, jiu-jitsu, so you do those sports. Okay. So you do sumo, or you do pilates, or mm. you do yoga. Okay. So when the the sports that are like, you know, in a little space and...
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Or if you... Soccer?
2: I play soccer.
1: And badminton?
2: I play badminton.
1: Okay. How about scuba diving?
2: Yeah, I, sc- I scuba dive.
1: Yeah, perfect. So you can cut off the ing and you can say, I scuba dive.
2: I I scuba dive. Mm
1: -hmm. And skating?
2: I
0: I skateboard.
1: So with polo, what do you do with polo?
0: You play polo.
1: (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Because
0: because there's a ball. Yeah. Wow, that was a good one.
1: What about aerobics?
0: Ah, you are aerobic. No, aerobics. <laughs> there's I mean, no you know. ing. You do, yeah, you do aerobics. You do aerobics. I do aerobics. Yeah, you give no, me no. a tricky one. <laughs> you do aerobics. I think when it's a test,
2: it's fair, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as long as you have
1: that word, I guess,
0: yeah, it's <laughs> about the, the rules.
2: <laughs> the
1: end, one thing you said, you know, which is really true. Your personality really does come through with the way you speak English. Absolutely, yeah. And even in in English class, when I teach my students and some students say to me, oh, I don't understand that student because of their accent. And I always say to them, you know, English is English. It's not the accent. It's just a language. So, you have to understand English from every country, from every accent. And can't divide you it actually has to bind you absolutely <laughs> so absolutely everyone speaks their own english and you just have to try and understand it all
0: yeah so thank you so much olana it's been a beautiful conversation beautiful chat and if someone <laughs> is annoying and asking you questions on the street you just say I am not speaking no English.: <laughs>
2: yeah, That's it, man. You say better.): yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And Eileen, thank you so much for joining us. I've learned Thanks so much today me. with all the, the different verbs and, and uh, the go and the do and the play and the it's just yeah. incre- it's and, incredible. And I think
1: the real takeaway is your attitude to learning, you just go for it. Yeah. Do
0: an olana, that means just go for it. and yeah. yeah. just do it. yes. <laughs> thank you so much.: <laughs> This you. was Bad English. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good night. <laughs> Thank you so much to Olana Janfa for such a beautiful conversation. Check out Olana's art and the science at his website. We have links in our show notes. And thanks to Eileen Bagun, English teacher extraordinaire and thanks for being a wonderful audience and listening to Bad English don't forget to tell your friends subscribe, follow us Bad English is a production of Ear Candy Media for SBS Audio our producer is Bez Zode. sound design and edit Tiffany Dimeck executive producer Ian Walker the podcast's manager at SBS Audio is Caroline Gates thanks to Joel Supple and the SBS Audio team I'm Ivan Ariste Adios. Till next time.
1: Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.